1: Yo, yo, I go by the name of Pharrell, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher, the world world is about to feel, something something that they
2: never never felt before, come on. From ghetto to ghetto The backyard to yard I sell it with one whip It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher Call me subwoofer Cause I pump things like that jack On the off the track I'm heavy cause Ball to your father. You can duck to the fatty glove Sorry my love But I'm seeing through these eyes BizCon What up, what up, what up, up
3: on San Antonio, the Corpus, 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 Corpus Cerrado Austin, Del Rio People up in Tyler People up the shy City People down the whole 305 South Florida region You were tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey. Yes, sir. And the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Your number is 736-9760 to participate. This first segment of the day is going to be uh, presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Uh, Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show you couldn't chime in on or anything we're discussing on the show today that you want to give your opinion on, uh, feel free to do that so we can just – we just ask you for your patience during the breaks and the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. And uh, I think that's about it. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, today, we'll uh, at the top of the uh, second hour. We'll be joined by James from Sharpside Sports Consulting. We'll do uh, a week uh, recap. Uh, see what happened out in the bed sporting world. A little week uh, we'll peek ahead. Uh, don't forget to go to their website at sharpsports.com. S G E one. is your promo uh, code. Uh, You can get the SGE Pick 6 package. Uh, Keep in mind, it's a 30-day satisfaction guarantee or your money's back. So make sure you go and subscribe and make sure of any of their package, UFC package, um, any of that, uh, make sure you use the SGE promo code 1. So we'll be joined by James at the top of next hour. Other than that, we've got some things going on. Um, Of course, we've got NFL uh, news and notes. Uh, we've got Dallas, who's done a trade. We talked a little bit about it yesterday when we got off, uh, before we got off air. Uh, there's two other players they put on notice. If they can't uh, trade, the outright release. We'll talk about that. Um, Andy Dalton continues to be in concussion protocol. Uh, wasn't able to practice with this team. Uh, we've got other NFL uh, news as well, other games that we'll look at. Uh, we'll start to take a peek at um, and look ahead. Uh, also, we've got... Um, you know, basketball terms, <clears throat> I was hearing in the top of the hour, I mean the top of the Fox there, that basically uh, Daryl Morey is going to be in the front office of the 76 Yeah, I saw that. Wow, that was uh, – I just the, heard that right now. Yeah. I didn't
4: even see that this morning. Um, so him and uh, Doc Rivers ought to get on the same page.
3: That's going to be interesting. And Very interesting. And one of the other things, too, that came out today, I'm pretty sure, I think it might be off a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, I think it's the Miller family, of uh, the Utah Jazz uh was sold today uh, for 1.6 billion yep. or 1.7 um, to the Miller family sold them and immediate thoughts to me is uh, you know that could possibly looking at that as you go that could be enticing uh, for your whole family down here. Just keep keep mind of that 1.6 1.7 for the Utah jazz that that's that's not bad. That's I can, great. I, I can only imagine. Um, like I said, they've already estimated this team down here at at least a billion. So that's right to give you a great measure stick in regards to what the Spurs, what the Hope family could get for the Spurs, uh, and maybe a little bit over if they're lucky, depending. So that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. So that's the Utah Jazz. Family's owned it forever. Remember the late owner who owned them uh, passed away years ago. Um, so they made that official. So the NBA's got a new uh, owner, per se, in their...
4: And their owner, of
3: family of owners, uh, so you got that. Damn,
4: one point six for Utah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That just lets yeah. me know somebody. Yeah, that just lets me know the mm-hmm. those those projections that the Forbes always does. It's always a little higher because one point six is a lot for Utah. Mm-hmm. Hell don't of take, a flip.
3: Don't think no. Uh, don't think the Hope family. Don't think that somebody used their anytime family minutes today. When that when, when the news came down to that that that's not a discussion. Like, hey. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, also, uh, of course, um, we'll kind of start. You know, baseball. We've crowned another champ. We've crowned uh, two professional sports champ. Well, three now. We crowned hockey was the first That's one right. to crown those. Like three. I mean, don't forget about MLS. We can't, but no one really considers them as the major sports. Who but won it this year? They, MLS. I have no Who idea. Who won it
4: this year, Sam? You know, MLS.
3: The season's still going. Okay.
4: They're about to
5: run playoffs okay cool i thought they had already i thought they had already they did like a preseason bubble tournament
3: oh okay i thought that was kind of so my bad so therefore we've got uh hockey with the tampa bay lightning the los angeles lakers now we came in with the la dodgers who captured their first world series since 1988 Uh, they get it done with the rally from the rays last night defeat the rays um Shout out to all the Dodger fans. I know Don. That's uh, called the show forever. Always hitting up Sloney with Dodger questions. Yeah. All these Dodger people that's been, uh, you know, uh, faithful to him. I know we've got a listener, Mark. He's a big Dodger fan. Uh, he hits me up all the time, so I know they're excited. Uh, but yeah, know I know. I
4: have a few. We have a few Dodger fans out in the Twitter world and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: you know, regardless, a lot's coming out of that. Of course, with. Uh, you know, manager's decision with the Ray, the Rays, uh, to pull Snell. Because Snell was, Snell was kind of like on that. He had that look of his former, you know, Cy Young year winner uh, type of look that year. I mean, this year, especially in the postseason, he's been touched up. I mean, he's given up the long ball a while. But during this postseason, that's the most locked in I've seen him. Um, willing to take the ball, take the mound, and then try to extend and get to a game seven. And one of those things is that, you know, whether it's managers in baseball, uh, football coaches, whatever you want to say, NBA basketball coaches, a lot of people subscribe to basically, especially if you live in an analytical world and going by the book, uh, go what got you here. And they've had this whole notion with the Rays that we can't let you see the line that we can't go through and let you see our picture three times, the third time through the lineup. And um, ex-players. Analysts, everybody, fans, team heads, everybody was scratching their heads on pulling Snell at that point. Um there was What's a rudder, I so believe, what, on What second. did you
4: think? When like you're sitting at home last night, what did you think?
3: Well it was one of those I kinda expected it. I mean, I, I felt that, you know, he was going. I, I thought that maybe, you know, there was a chance he was gonna let him rot out, but I've watched uh, quite a few ray games this season and then rays that's in the postseason. Who they are. That's who that's who they go. But did you see co- him
4: cussing? Well, I saw he did, wasn't too happy about it. Did he yeah. tweet last night why question mark was that really Snell? I thought I saw I didn't Snell. See that okay, one. yeah, but it he might, was he will. was cussing last night. He wasn't too happy. But I also think first of all, shout out to their team, shout out to their manager. I Tell their manager to keep his head up. He's doing something right. He won't be able to sleep for weeks. That decision will wake him up 15, 20 years from now. But that's just learning to learn it like it's just learning to do other things on the fly. I think we saw that with uh, McVeigh when he faced Belichick in the Super Bowl. He kind of just he kind he kind of fumbled. He kind of fumbled. It was his first time there, and it's the same with this guy. He's only 42 43 years old. It's um, no guarantee you get back. Baseball is a funny sport, but you just sometimes you gotta learn. I mean, Nick Saban, you you've been riding. Um, what's the QB's name? With the Eagles now. For, no, you're talking about Jalen Hurts. you riding Jalen Hurts for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, this has been your guy. He's got you to the game. And at halftime, you're like, yeah, you know what, I got to go to true freshman. It's just learning to go with, go with things on the fly and switch things up sometimes. And he'll learn from it, hopefully. Well, I think the thing is
3: the kind of so what you're kind of alluding to is I think with the Dodgers, as we've seen them knock on this door, and I'm very happy for Roberts. I know you said he's like the only second uh, African-American ball uh, manager to win a World Series. He's won one with the players with, as the Red Sox, as a member of the Red Sox, uh, back when they bur- broke the curse of the Bambino. He was on that team. But I, this is the deal, though, you know, kind of with the Dodgers and Roberts knocking on this door, knocking on the door, and the Dodgers, even in this season, last season, but even going the season, their biggest thing, if you've seen them postseason, there were certain decisions and stuff that Roberts made that I think that obviously in this he learned from, and even in this season, not just the series, and the prime example is the way he's handled, uh, used to be their main closer, uh, Kenley Jensen. Jensen. Yes. He, You know, it was one of those things that, you know, Kenley, he was he was the given. I remember Salami say he could be at the Thanksgiving dinner table oh, Salami's, oh, Salami's he, he, he's, he's backed off of that for the last year or so too, but you know Roberts really put that to bed today I mean this year coming down the stretch and into the postseason uh, with the kid they let's close it out I mean it was one of those that we're not going to go just because for one he's getting paid X amount of dollars or he's the quote unquote closer they saw that evidently Kenley Jensen uh, that's battled some health issues over the last few years wasn't kind of right haven't been right in a while and when I say right meaning that guy that you knew it was a time that I won't say he was like Mario uh, Mario type of Super Mario type of lights out coming out of the bullpen, but he was pretty no, much he close. No, he, he he, there, was a, there was a stretch there that he was solid, but it's kind of wavered him in the last year or two. So my point is, is that that's what you thought saw in the changes after coming up close and close, that Roberts, the way he managed it, the way he used his bullpen, the way he made certain decisions, uh, whether it came from Kershaw or whatever, and I think that's the part of getting over the hump, and it paid off. But that decision last night, I mean, yes, every time in the postseason, there's always Monday, Monday quarterback with the baseball. But, but, that's e- just but the whole
4: world... With scratching their head, Cal.
3: Yeah, it's, but It's they, just one
4: of those things where the—like, it's it wasn't—you know, I don't think you had to be a seam head to know you ride him out there. You do if you manage it on your gut.
3: If you're going by the eye test and what you see in the gut, if you're a manager—the whole race system is basically in the last few years, they've adopted the analytics system. What's up? Well, and that
5: whole <clears throat> that whole system is based, those analytics are based on an extrapolation of a full season. That analytic, like that decision in that moment mm-hmm. is, is, you're right to say that is their system to pull him then, but to say it's because of the analytics, the analytics are used to predict an entire season, not to predict that yeah, that's a one point, exact Cal. matchup. Okay, when a guy well, has 73 stones, 73 pitches, the top. Third of the Dodgers order is 0 for six against him so far in the game. It's and not like seeing him the for the exactly. it's okay, not like Okay, you know, hold, hold on to that point, Sam.
3: Hold on to that point because I'll come back to you when you that's a good point you made. But this is what I mean in it, like isn't when we sit there and regardless whether guy, cuz it's not just six outs i mean he struck them out nobody was getting no one was really touching them that's what i think intensifies the conversation but when you say part of the analytics the whole se- season but in my but in my opinion part of the analytics system is if you say that hey we've got a policy that we don't really we run a bullpen game pretty much even if we pull out even if we tried out Glassno, or we we uh, we tried out our former Cy Young winger snail, we don't allow you to see our our rotation three times in a row. So to me, that's part of the analytic game in what, in, ge- in general, in in, in a case of the way to a certain extent. No question. I
5: think it. I think what we're talking about here is one. The Rays are a extreme all in one hundred percent analytical approach. And then you're looking at, say, another manager that has no time for analytics and is right. doing everything based off his gut. Right. What I'm suggesting is this is the exact moment where a baseball manager still matters in the in the modern. Yes. age. I agree with you. Amen. This is yes. a moment where you take everything you've learned from running your system for a full and you season. You go eye test. Exactly right. No. The dude had given up two hits. But do you,
4: do you do do y'all feel like I know we're coming up against it, so we'll answer it on the other side. Was this one of those things where he's? Not staying in the moment and saying I might bring Snell out the bullpen tomorrow. If we if, if we got if we go to the seventh game, I might wanna use Snell That's tomorrow. A great point. But you're supposed to stay in the moment. Like we here on the sports grind, we're kinda like, hey, there mm. is no tomorrow. We adopted that theory, so y'all can answer that when we come back.
3: I want to answer that right. when we when we get back here. Then when we get back, we'll get to Calvin's phone call as well. You listen to the sports grind, seven three six nine seven sixty broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind their newest location uh, here to San Antonio is in the Alamo Ranch area. Go uh, check out that location. They have a drive through at their location, and they still have their location in Leon Springs. That is Double Day's Pizza, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, before we get to Cowell's phone call, let me answer that question. Yeah, what do y'all think about that? To me, in my opinion, I'm not going to give him that credit or that pass. Because you don't think he would have
4: did that anyway? Because No,
3: because the deal is if you're managing, yes, in the course of game one, two, three, you're managing sometimes for the next day and doing that. And in elimination games, especially in baseball, there's all hands in deck because game seven is not promised. So you can't be sitting there – Sitting there and and me giving you the pat like well you know what I'm gonna take Snell out because we might need him in Game Seven to pitch him around. There is no there you're fate you're down three two, so to me that's just a that is just a sign of and a perfect example of a manager who pretty much manages to their system whether it's in April or whether it's in Game Six of the World Series they going down to what they know. That's just the way I look at it. And 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 I agree with Sam that it comes down to some managers. You don't want to blink them all in the system because there's a lot of ball uh, clubs out there using analytics. But I remember having conversations with Salami. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, as much as Tony La Russa kind of got on his nerves, but Tony was a guy that would manage even as they started to adopt into the analytic world. Tony La is the guy that would still manage with his gut, you know. And this is an old school guy. Hell, he's up for the Chicago White Sox gig. You know, he's been interviewed right. for that, you know. Um, but it, that that's the way, I mean, he's, like you said, I agree with you, Rudy, it's going to be one of those that he's going to have to remember because he's going to be questioned about it. Uh, Snell, you know, and that that's just one of those times this season that Snell looked like really his Cy Young year winning type of self. He was locked in. Like they said, Mookie couldn't even get a hold of him the first couple times through. I mean, he was, he was mowing them down and Smoltz just came. I mean, Smoltz won the best to do it, by the way, in regards to commentating. I mean, he's he's lights out yeah, uh, you for know sure. so the, he kept saying look man i know y'all look at it but at 10 he feels comfortable he's he settled in even with having a one run again you know one run lead that's how some of those pitchers settle in and he looked comfortable but hey he went out and they moved him and there you go dodgers took advantage um and the rest is history but shout out to the dodgers and you asked that if we agreed with the uh mvp
4: i think so. i didn't have a problem with it when i looked at he had four he was what he batted 400 yeah, I mean it. Mookie got all the hype because passerby fan like me was kind of hyping Mookie up. But when you look at you know baseball is black and white. Baseball is a numbers game. Sager, you know he he balled his butt off too. But you know what? For Mookie
3: Betts to sign that big contract and the one reason why they offered him and signed that big contract was to eventually get the Dodgers over the hump and to do that in your first year in the uniform, regardless whether it was shaved short season or whatever, that just adds to the Mookie lore as well too. Um, I know, I know. Solani- Trout fan
4: came for me last night because yeah. I, I had, a, I had, I, I had a couple sips, and I said, y'all stop talking to me about that guy at home watching in Anaheim. Yeah. And I, Rudy, if he would have, if he was a team hopper, or if he was on that lineup, it'd be the same thing. I was like, I don't, I don't consider Mookie KD. He got traded there.
3: Well, well, this is the deal, you know. It's um, not. It, that's
4: yeah. not his fault. Boston was like, nah, we're not gonna pay you.
3: Yeah, I I think, and speaking of that, I know, uh, you know, he's been out of loop of everything, but Salami had texted me to tell you, he's like, I remember telling Rudy about the curse of the, we might as well start the curse of the Mookie trade with Boston because (laughs) he remembered what they gave what they decided not to do. Right. And what they really didn't get anything in the farm system in return for him and look kind of where he's at now in the top two. He might not have been MVP, but
4: he had MVP moments.
3: Oh, well, of course, throughout the whole postseason. Definitely, definitely Anthony Davis. He's definitely
4: Anthony. You
3: know, I mean, that's just – that's just the way it is. Um, but, um, you know, props to all of them. Like I said, Kershaw is what I'm happy most the most about. It. I see, I'm going sure in, I right. so I it. Is, um, I'm make sure I get
4: this right. So now that is – I'm going to make sure I get this right. Now I have a World Series ring, 10 Lakers championships, five as a player, five as an owner, a WNBA championship ring as the owner of the L.A. Sparks. That was a tweet from Magic Johnson. He's a
3: winner. I mean everything he <laughs> touches like, Damn, is gold. Magic. I mean, not even not even the sports world and the business world. I mean, he's he's just he's he's give I mean he's just got the minus touch, man. That's why I said this is gonna be the second championship of less than two weeks that he's responsible for. That he's got a hand in. You know, him and cookie both in the press box I mean up there yesterday. Uh, what's her real know? name? I've always known her as Cookie. I don't
4: know. It's not on her birth certificate. I don't want to Google it. I don't care. i just her real wondering.
3: name? is that Ride or Die. Down. That's yeah, what her real is. No, that's, no, that's, no that's she can't. Rumor. Ride
4: or Die, you got to give her a different name. She more than Ride or Die. That's what
3: the name is. But, again, the Dodgers uh, felt they was theirs to lose, and they cashed it in. So... We'll see what happens as we uh, get the ball rolling in the future. Uh, Let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to uh, Calvin. Calvin, on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, Calvin?
1: What's up, fellas? What's up? um, I got a three-part question for y'all. But first, I'm going to say, yes, I'm a fan of the worst division in NFL history, uh, uh, and it happens to be the Washington team. But my three-part question is, one, since Landon Collins is done for the year, do y'all think they or Cowboys, for that matter, will finally make a play for Earl Thomas? That's the first one. The second one is, um, do y'all think Washington
4: should, since the strength of their team is the defense, Aldi is hiring full-time store associates, part-time cashiers, and stockers starting at $16.50 with a $2 an hour seasonal premium in Falls Church and Alexandria, Virginia. We're Aldi, one of America's favorite grocery stores, and we're proud that our careers are just as award-winning as our products. Aldi is charting an aggressive growth course to become the third-largest U.S. grocery retailer by store count by the end of 2022. More stores means more opportunities for you. We offer competitive pay and extraordinary benefits. Learn more about store associate roles and apply online at careers.aldi.us. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.
0: Take charge of your health with Johns Hopkins Medicine's A Woman's Journey. Join us virtually on Saturday, November 13th, between 10 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. to learn about the latest advances in women's health from Johns Hopkins physicians. Attend two seminars, from colon cancer in black women to early signs of memory loss. Gather with friends and family and walk away feeling empowered. A Woman's Journey, it's health education for all of us. To register or learn more, visit hopkinsmedicine.org slash journey or call 410-955-8660
1: use a piece or two from that defense to get an offensive weapon, like Dante Pettis from the 49ers, David Njoku from the uh, Browns, since he expressed interest in being traded, or somebody like uh, uh, John Ross, who should be cheap because he hasn't put out since hmm. he's been in the NFL. The third part is, uh, who do y'all think going to be the 6-10 six, six and 10 team from that division to make it to the playoffs?
4: All right, thanks for the phone call, Calvin. You take the second part. The Earl Thomas part, I'll say this. When, When teams are calling Seattle and Baltimore, there's some dark things being said. Even though Earl is on the wrong side of 30, I think. Yeah, Earl's on the wrong side of 30. He's had some injuries. Earl can still play. So, the like, you know, when Le'Veon became available, he was gone. And Le'Veon, we don't even know if Le'Veon could still play. There's some dark things being said about Earl Thomas from Seattle and Baltimore because he should have a job by now. So uh, I don't know if anybody's picking him up in the no, second part.
3: I think, well, to add on to that, what I was going to say is keep in mind, he already had a workout with the Texans, and they and, and they didn't decide to move forward. Uh, with him. They actually brought him in to work out with the Texans. Dallas hasn't really brought him in on a workout. On the part of trading some of the def- defensive pieces on that side, no. Because I would say no, because they're all young. Uh, they're all very young. They, they're, they, I mean, you got three first rounders or whatever, three or four first rounders on the D-line. You just do it in this upcoming draft and do it through free agency. I mean, the main thing is, besides before Calvin, you worry about getting a, a offensive piece uh, for some of those defensive pieces. You got to find who the quarterback's going to be in the future. There's nothing moving in this league in 2020, 2019, 2018. There's nothing moving in the NFL unless you got the guy that you know that's going to be there for the future. Everything gets halted. That's just the way we're at. Um, you know, there's no there's no 01 Ravens defenses, 85 bear defenses that are going to be built to be able to ride it all on the defenses to the Super Bowl. You got so before you worry about a wide receiver, because I can't name you the wide receivers on Washington. Before you do all that, you got to get that guy that's going to be center, because he's not on the roster. It's it's not. Kyle, it's not Allen. It's not. Uh, it ain't Alex Smith. Alex Smith. It it's, ain't Dwayne uh, no, Haskins. No, it's not. That that I mean, I think they're telling Dwayne to stay home. I don't even know if Dwayne's showing up at the facilities anymore. They told him to stay in permanent quarantine. Um, you know, so that he's definitely not the answer. That that I think that ship has sailed. And the six and ten team, as you say, that would be. I'm going with Philly. I'm going to go with Philly. That's yeah, why I was six, torn between Philly and Dallas at the beginning of the season. I chose Dallas on the edge of that. So without a doubt, my follow-up team would definitely be uh, Philly. And that's going to, you know, see, because whoever wins Sunday night's going to be solely in first place um, in that game, you know, Yeah. Dallas and uh, Philly. Oh, damn, we that's get, right. Yeah, on Sunday night. We'll get back. We'll get to Don's phone call. you listen to the Sports Grind, <laughs> 736-9760. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a variety of flavors to choose from, and make sure you try their immune builders as well. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Real quick, before we get to Don's phone call, uh, what we did? what's the thoughts on uh Turner. In the Dodgers situation with the COVID, because I have mixed report, I'm, I'm hearing mixed on this. So, because the, the way you position it is the
4: fact that, like. Ken the, Rosenthal ran with, I don't know how credible Ken is, but he's running with the, he's credible. Ken Rosenthal is running with the fact that he had two positive tests. This is what Ken tweeted last night. I don't know if it's been an update, that he had two positive tests. The Dodgers knew they still ran him out there. Manfred knew, and Manfred still was okay with him coming onto the field afterwards. That's what Rosenthal's running away If that's true,
3: then why pull him him out in the eighth inning? I don't know. I mean, go ahead. So MLB said in a statement not too long
5: ago, uh, Justin Turner's decision to enter the field and celebrate was wrong, and he emphatically, quote, emphatically refused to comply when MLB security tried to stop him.
4: Okay, but when did he get it? Okay, But if we're going to believe Rosenthal, why was he even allowed to play, I guess, is the question, right? Exactly. I mean, that's
3: a fair question, but that's why I don't know, and I'm not killing the credibility. Now, you're the
4: CDC guy. Turner swears up and down he has zero symptoms. What's the latest from the CDC people if asymptomatic can transfer well, I mean I don't, my, like that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I don't I don't I'm not smart enough. I'm not qualified. I think you can still transfer regardless of your okay, because see, it I affects
3: everybody differently. I just think that to me, and I'm not trying to kill that guy's credibility, but I'm just thinking like if everybody if the way that I heard it that was last night is the fact that he was pulled off because they got the results of the second to whatever during the fact the game they were notified. That's what they ran with last night. That's what Fox ran with. That was a deal. Now, granted, uh, because that has to be true. Because I, again, but if, if they it,
4: knew before, would you have been okay with baseball saying we're postponing the game? A they few wouldn't have days? postponed
3: it for one player. They weren't going to postpone it for him. Now, I mean, no, I, they they wouldn't have done it. I mean, even the Dodgers sit there and say, "Hey, man, we even if they want to stand back because we don't want to go without Turner, they weren't going to suspend it for one game. Not in the I mean, one player. I, I think that to me, I'm going to go with the ladder, of the Ridge report report, because if everybody's in on it, if, if, if Manfred knew the Dodgers knew that this guy tested, had two positive tests for COVID, then you're going to go play that game and you're going to leave him out. You ain't going to make a skeptical and take him out in the eighth and then have to release a portal. Well, this is where he went. You're not going to open those can of worms. It's like, we'll deal with it until somebody sends outside the lines and do investigative reporting. I mean, that's why I don't know if that guy's had an axe ground or where he's saying or who told him that. But I believe the fact that he was tested, he was tested, and then the second time the test showed up, hey, he's positive, because and due the fact they went and got him. That out.
4: hijacked the win. Like, that's all – well, look, I'm not going to say that. I don't know what was going on in L.A. I don't know what was going on anywhere else. But on, on Twitter, my whole feed was Turner. My whole feed was Turner because, you know, people are offended – That there would be somebody in their estimation that irresponsible and you know out there playing knowing that he's positive, possibly passing it to the Rays and his teammates. Now, with Roberts and his teammates, if they knew and they were cool with him out there celebrating and his girls kissing him and stuff, that's on them. That's like you know, y'all are making a decision, y'all are making that decision, but the Rays and the umpires and the staff. To a lot of people, that wasn't fair to them.
3: Okay, well, of course, if you want to talk about it, we want to talk about the moral standard and the moral code of this. Maybe morally it wasn't wrong, but the other foot of like this, You come in here, the other, you know
4: you tested positive, you ain't tell me, and I, we, we come into work.
3: Well, the difference of it is this ain't my fourth attempt or third attempt trying to get a World Series. I want to know what it feels like <laughs> to run
4: out and get on that pile.
3: Damn that's God. what this is so about. The, no, I'm just saying like so the reason why this is kind of was in your feet. In Jackson, it got hijacked. Because the, the, Kershaw, win was,
4: the win was secondary.
3: Kershaw was asked about it and you looked at the fact of their teammates. They know that, look, you want to be on the field when that last third out, 27th out is recorded. And not only that, you that's something he'll never get back. I mean the Dodgers could go back to back or he might go again. I mean the Dodgers should be going anywhere anywhere. But due to the fact he's been there as they've gotten disappointed, disappointed, he's never gonna get that first feeling again. He was robbed of that, whether it's a legit thing or whatever, but I'm saying this is the reason why he pushed the envelope.
4: This but, is the reason why. But Sam, the so you mean to tell me M L B security, so you mean to tell me M L B security's that weak to where they can't stop one guy, or did they just say, Hey man, do your thing?
5: What MLB security is saying, at least that they then they need some new security if exactly. they can't stop one person. That's kind person. of the whole like that. If you're going to put a statement out there like that, is you're just basically pointing at the egg on your own
4: face. Yeah, like emphatically said no. So what was he about to fight? Was he about to shoot somebody? What was he going to do? Hey, man,
3: some of them ball players, you play 162, you grind for that moment, and you've been to some heartache. I'm not suggesting what is right. I mean, the Rays have an up, uh, Rays, umpires, all of said, they have a right to feel upset. Hey, you were a little unresponsive, whatever. But regardless whether the Dodgers knew, Manfred knew, or he got a second test, they say, yo, man, this is Sean Pazzo, get him. At the end of the day, it it, it was robbed from him for whatever it, the reason anyway. It's just the fact that had everything to do. If that's game five, game four, if that's in the divisional series, we're talking about the World Series and we're talking about a team that has been there and had to see other teams celebrate. And I think that's all what it was about. And I think a lot of guys, before the details so it, come it, out. So
4: your teammates are like, yo, man, let me. I, I'll take cover for a minute. Come on over here
3: and celebrate with me. I mean, I've never been in that situation before. None of us have. I just think if you're in there and you work Dave hard Roberts for something. Dave Roberts was like, I didn't touch
4: him. <laughs> I Yeah, like, if you
3: feel hard for something. I mean, this is a team that had the pressure on them. They had the pressure of trying to cash in on this soon. I mean, there was a point last year, there's been points that Robert's been booed by his own fan base because of decisions he's made, similar to the manager last night of the race. So this is a lot of motion, and I just felt like it's like, yo, at the end of the day, he wasn't on there when the last 27th out was recorded. He'll never get that back. But I do understand the umps and the other opposing team like, yo, wait a minute, man, don't we have protocol, but – um, I don't think it had nothing to do with them not wanting to cancel the game. They weren't going to cancel the game for just one player. I don't care who it was, whether it was Kershaw, whether it was a starting pitcher, they weren't going to cancel that uh, that game uh, for that reason, not the World Series. Yeah,
4: because the World Series is a breeding ground for passerbyers like myself. And for passerbyers and for some seam heads, it was, people were very, very upset with Turner and the Dodgers and Manfred.
3: Well, I mean, again, if if you want to make Cause, the moral it, Because, I mean, COVID, sign, is more,
4: COVID is more important than a World yeah, Series celebration.
3: Yeah, but if you want to make the moral of it uh, as well, that's fine. But I would tell those people, I mean, yeah, and, and, and we've, we've got a guy sitting in the highest power seat that threw a party at the White House a couple <laughs> times after he only had COVID for two days and he had a bunch of people come on and join me on the lawn. So it, it, I mean, it, we can go, we can go all the way around on which way we want to deal sure with this. Some of those the people COVID. mad
4: at Turner voting for Trump. So, so yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know, man. I I felt bad for Turner though. I really did because I feel like, damn, at all times. Did you feel
4: bad for Manfred? He couldn't even talk over the booze. Manfred, just people, don't like what is it, what is it? See, Sam's shooting him to yeah, like, Salami was What never is on it with that Manfred dude that people one. hate so
3: much? I think he's just phony. He flip-flops his his decision. He plays to the crowd. But go ahead, Sam. Well, he's an
5: empty suit that literally could care less about the game. He's not a fan of the sport that he's commissioner of. He calls the trophy just a piece of metal. He, he made his his whole inroads into the game. He served as a... Uh, labor negotiator on behalf of the league. So he's done, he's the players hate him because he screwed them over in every union deal that he's negotiated on behalf of the league yeah. before he was commissioner. And that was 20 years worth of work. So, I mean, there, there's give me a reason to like him.
3: Yeah.
4: That's kind of what I've heard. <laughs> he said, give me a reason to, because I was, he, you know, he just kind of stopped and looked. And then when he was presenting the MVP trophy, I was like, man, Manfred slurring a little. Is he on there? Was he on that yak up I, there in the booth? Man, I'll give him credit for that. It, it's got to be the
5: earpiece delay because oh, he's going okay. out on the PA, but he's hearing his return in his yeah, ear. Yeah, okay. I was so wondering. that like half-second mm. delay of what he's hearing versus what he's actually speaking. All right. Okay. I'll hear give that him a bit I out thought.
4: then. All right. Yeah, At
5: but, first, I thought he was sideways too, though. Mm.
3: I was like, "Ooh, he on that yak up there in the and booth." And you know, the other thing about Manfred, Sam just read us the report, the the statement that they released on the Turner situation. Manfred could do an interview later on 4 or 5 hours this afternoon, this evening with a major network or whatever, and he could go totally the opposite way of what that statement was released. That's another problem with him. Mm. So that that's that's just that's the deal, you know, in regard to that. But Kershaw, man, Kershaw finally gets it done, man. He gets it. He, he You know, his resume was never going to be complete unless they had to win it. Even though he gave two good performances, unless they cashed in, it was going to be a stain yeah. on him, and he got it done. So when we get back, we'll get to Don. You listen to the Sports oh, Grind damn, broadcasting sorry, here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
1: Get Still with the underground when we come around. around, around,
3: around Alright, back here on the Sports Grid 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey Rudy J, Sam spin the one and twos. Um. All right, before we uh, switch gears and dive into a little NFL talk, let's go to the phone. Let's go to Don. Don, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Don?
2: G-Man minus one. What is up? How are you What y'all up,
4: doing? man? Congratulations.
2: Hey. hey, look, you know, this has been a long time coming. And, you know, I'm going to get to the Dodgers in just a second. But two things real quick. One concerning the Cowboys. Do you think the Cowboys will just – Allow the season, because I know they claim to be America's team, yeah, right. But at the same time, do you think they'll go ahead and let the season go by because, A, they're going to go ahead and re-sign Dak, so you have your QB. And number two, forego the season and go ahead and get the best offensive lineman in that's coming out in the draft in Panasu Will. Get him to replace Tyron Smith at the left tackle position and go for broke for next year because they got all the pieces in place pretty much at that time, and they can go ahead and get the get uh, get a uh, get the defense together to make a run. That's what? number one. I want to check y'all out and see what y'all think about that. Number two, Calvin, for you and also for you, Rudy, for your Bears and your Broncos, mm-hmm. do you think there is a player that can put you all over the top? I'm looking for Miami right now. Tools first start this this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. And right now, the the Dolphins need a running back. I would love to them to make a move to go get Malcolm Brown and bring him down there because they need a bell cow to match the other two. But or someone in that in that position. But I don't know. Now number three, talking about the Dodgers. It's been a long time coming. Everybody talks about Kershaw just being a regular season pitcher. But do you realize after winning eight straight pennants, if they wouldn't have had the scandal that they did getting cheated by the, by the Houston Astros as well as the Red Sox, that the Dodgers would have three out of the last four World Series. And to me, that puts a, they might put a blemish on Kershaw as saying he finally got his first World Series when in fact he could have three. And so when I look at everything, and t- Justin Turner, as much as I love the guy and I love the team and loved everything they got, that was irresponsible as all get out. Once you knew good and well, you had that, you came back with a positive test like that, that was totally irresponsible. You, I don't care. I know it's the World Series. I get all that and everything. But you possibly could have infected wives, kids on the field, with everybody else, including Tampa Bay in the, in the ups, That's just my take. But congratulations to Big Blue. I know Jackie is smiling from above on that one. And, hey, I will check y'all on the flip side. Can't wait to hear your answers.
3: All right, Don. That was a lot. But what we'll say, uh, let me take it from the uh, football standpoint in regards to the question you asked about Denver and the Dallas. First of all, with the Broncos, uh, yeah, there's things to put them over the hump. It's called health. Called getting guys off the IR and that's not going to happen. Hey, that's I'm going to stick on that. That's not going to happen till next year. Um, and that's and two up. and two. Yeah, uh, the uh, Rams. Um, I'm sorry,
4: I, I feel you, Don. The Rams aren't coming off Malcolm Brown like yeah. he's their guy. They're
3: two. Well, they still run
4: like a. They they run. run like it's, a a a, it's by committee. committee. Yeah, it's by committee.
3: because I got, Malcolm I can't see on them the coming
4: thing. off Malcolm.
3: I don't know, man, because Malcolm is – even though on the depth chart, I can, if they got the right offer because they got two guys, two other guys that they they run with, um, it's really dependent on what weekend goes. Um, on the Dallas side, um, no, man. Even if they let the – they they probably gonna have to let the season go. It ain't going to be their choice. It's just going to be like they just are not that good. They aren't going to be able to compete. So in regards to offensive line, the draft, the best thing, no – Whatever they do in the draft, it has to be something on the defense. They haven't done it. They've got to do like what, – what people don't understand is like during the football, sometimes in the football season, like in a football period, in a three or four period where the team's good or bad, um, you I, it happened to the team that I have interest in and it happens before, you can have bad drafts and still be winning. See, that's what happens. And it doesn't get exposed until times like now where if you got injury, if there's depth mm-hmm. issues, you can what what, is, what has killed Denver is when they had Peyton Manning from two thousand or the time they had him, if you look at two thousand the year they won the Super Bowl in 16, if you look at the 15 draft and the 14 draft and the 16, those bad. were bad those are kind of bad drafts on missing hit. But, but no one really paid team. anything at that time because they were going to Super Bowls two out of three years. Dallas it's a yes. They have done the offensive line before. They need to go back and do that. They've taken the offensive, uh, the, the the shiny toys, the Zeke uh, with the first round pick, and then the Lamb. They gotta go with best defensive line available. Linebacker, corner. Safety, say, whatever. I'm just gonna say the corner and the safety. They gotta work from the back end. The back end has really been the problem. I think they've got something to work with here. Defensive line. It's that back end that's really been the problem. So that has to be their first round draft pick. And they're um, saying, but that's the deal now.
4: Patriots fans say that the guy, diehard Patriot fan tells me, hey, Rudy, I watch every game and the guy's been terrible this season. Now, if you're not watching every game and you're just going off of his name and off of his reputation, when I heard the rumors that Stephen Gilmore is on the block, I put on IG every team should be on the phone. And that's when Patriot fan let me know, hey, Rudy, he's been terrible. But what are your thoughts on Stephen Gilmore being on the block? Getting
3: ready, getting ready to unload. They just gave Gilmore a lot of money. Yeah. a couple of years. That's all that. It's I don't know what Patreon fans saying that maybe he's had a downtime and. Today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and
6: on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required, content varies by package.
0: When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com support.
3: And year, I mean, first of all, they've had, they started the year with about five, six guys opting out on defense, yes. starter guys. Then you have the situation with Cam, you have a COVID outbreak during the team. Then you go pretty much a couple weeks without practicing. Gilmore, I'm the one that's on this show that said, hey, I don't, Gilmore is not as, and I've been saying that to Patriot fans, so I don't know what he ain't listening to, because I've been saying like, look, Gilmore is good. But he's not; he's that, and that with Bill Belichick, and it goes with because his time in Buffalo. Then Bill gives him the money. The rumors of him getting unloaded has a lot to do with Bill is unloading the money and saying, "Look, we've got to, it, it. I'm going to reload. I've got oh, we've okay. got to rebuild." That's just the what it. That's just the what. I don't what know I a team that. that
4: can't use him. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know think, a team yeah. that can't use a supposedly locked down yeah, corner. They're
3: not trading him based off of his lack of play, uh, the way he's playing. I'm not saying he's out there. I think it's a lot of his numbers. And they're looking at the forecast of thing. This could be a four-win season for the Patriots. This could be a five-win season for the Patriots. You know, uh, that's kind of that's that's kind of the way I take that, you know, when I heard that. 736-9760. You listen to the sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
2: Much drama in the LBC It's kinda hard being Snoop on double g But I... Somehow, some
3: way. Keep all right, back here on the, the Sports Grind, 736-9760 Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Sharp Side Sports Consulting. Uh, don't forget, go to their website at sharpsidesports.com. They're giving you 25% on all their packages. Use the SGE1 uh, promo code. And also don't forget, that's valid also for the SGE Premium Pick 6 Car 2 that will be out this Friday and right now, we're going to be joined by the CEO of the company, James. James, how are you doing this Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> Giving you the applause. Compl- oh, we lost him. We lost. Hey, I'm good. Actually. Oh, you good? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm okay. still
6: here. Yeah, Jay, it went through there, but James celebrating them the future.
4: <laughs> you celebrating them future bets, dog? You said <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah, them. I saw those was, future bets.
6: <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I and mean, you gotta give a congrats to Calvin too on a on a nice little weekend for one and one, and would've been a lot better if the if the kicker is a. Uh,
3: could have made an extra point, but man, that's for another day. I, I agree. Yeah, we had talked about uh, possibly doing like a mid week recap and look back at some of the top plays in the country, money swings, or whatever. And we picked a perfect week to start because I thought for the well, there's a couple, the one that got really the national attention, of course, what you brought up was the Cleveland that the money that it swayed with the guy missing the extra point. But also, man, I'm not gonna lie, I thought about you Sunday night, man, uh, on the couch with the Seattle. In um, the Man. Arizona, because I know you talked about that Friday and y'all were on that uh, that with the uh, Seattle in that spot minus three. But talk about what you've heard in regards to a couple of those calls, even an OT that swayed books around one way or the other.
6: Yeah, so I mean, what a weekend, right? I mean, we start with crazy. the Dodgers and Tampa Bay with that crazy ninth inning. Then you go to Indiana Penn State the way that ended, and then really the witching hour for Red Zone. I mean, you got your money's worth. You know paying your your subscription to Red Zone just for this weekend alone. and going off that, I mean Detroit, that game was huge. Um, a seven figure swing just for MGM, and I know a lot of the other books like PointsBet and Westgate had a huge swing on that too. they They had one guy who had a uh, eight hundred thousand dollar bet on Detroit money line. Um, so while I was sweating out uh, Seattle, I mean Ooh. that guy was probably having a, a heck of a heck of a day there to start Sunday. Um, but yeah, I mean, massive swings all around the board. Um, you talked about it, Cleveland. Uh, mm. Fortunately, me, uh, us, you know, mm. and Calvin got the good number at three. Um, but for everyone that who got it around kickoff, it was three and a half, four. So unfortunately, uh, the extra point really had a, a, a big swing against the public, which is one of the few ones that happened uh, in the book's favor uh, that Sunday.
3: Hmm. Yeah, that was some That was some big swings on that, especially in that night with the call and the overtime, the holding penalty, and then, of course, with the uh, mixed extra point. Um, also Damn. with the lines, we're getting into the point, James, the season where we're halfway to the halfway part almost in the NFL. And my years of experience of doing this, you start seeing that, and, and, of course, the COVID year is a little bit different, no offense, but you start seeing the books and everything in Vegas, the line starters starting to make adjustments and make these lines tighter in regards. You kind of know who's what now at almost the halfway point of the season I mean if you take an example I mean we didn't have to touch on that but I know it came across my radar I mean, we got one of the biggest spreads in football probably in the last decade or so when you look at um, a 19 Definitely. and a half point underdog I think with the Jets in Kansas City right I think that's right, uh, yeah. th- that's on a big number but what are you looking at so far early what's caught your eye in regards to line movement or uh, you know where the public's sitting at or either the Sharps sitting at in regards to midweek looking ahead at college or NFL
6: Sure. So we're really going off the NFL, kind of like what we talked about last week. Everyone likes fading, you know, what they saw last, especially when it's a bad team. Um, and when you see it now, it's like, all right, well, look at the lines ahead. Buffalo's gone from minus three to minus three and a half, fading New England because everyone saw Cam have a terrible performance. New Orleans gone from minus three to minus four, fading Chicago. Uh, and then Tampa Bay has gone from minus eight and a half all the way up to minus ten and a half. So that's not necessarily sharp action, but it just goes to show you where the money is at um, as far as public and what, what they're liking for the weekend up ahead. And it doesn't it also doesn't help the books, too, that the three most bet games last weekend, um, as far as team-wise, where you're talking about uh, Green Bay, um, Tampa Bay, uh, and Kansas City, they all covered. So you know those public Joes who cashed those tickets last weekend are going to be going back to the well this weekend. Um, so if you can expect more of the line to move towards big favorites, um, and public favorites, really, uh, this weekend as well. But, yeah, for, but the biggest moves we're seeing early on is, is like you touched on, um, you see Kansas City actually dropped. so there is a little bit of sharp action on the Jets. Personally, we're going to lay off that. I'm not going to touch the Jets. Heck no. a for Yeah, for a majority of the season, and, and I'm sure um, we're going to continue to see action on them as they're this big dog. A couple years ago, the Browns—I don't know if you remember—they were awful. I think Deshaun Kaiser was the quarterback. This might be 2015, 2016. Mm. Um, there was "quote unquote" sharp action on the Browns uh, almost every game, uh, just because there's this trend where sharp bettors like to play off of, and it's bad teams going against good teams typically get overvalued. So while you kind of got to hold your nose when you when you hit submit or place the ticket. Um, there is value in betting in those those bad teams against a, a quote-unquote good team. Um, but we're not going to be touching that, and, and I uh, wouldn't suggest anyone else do it so far. Uh,
4: James, going back to the World Series, with everything before the season started, going back to the futures we talked about when you first came on, with everything surrounding the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, what information, because I know that's what you guys deal in, in sharp Side sports, is what information you know, Cliff Notes version, did y'all see that you knew that the Rays would be in the World Series?
6: Well, number one, they stole money from the Pittsburgh Pirates getting now and Meadows, and that team already had a great young staff. Right. Um, we didn't think the arms were going to be as good as they were, obviously. I can tell you that most people didn't. Um, but just when there's a – and this is just speaking future-wise, and you can kind of look at it for golf tournaments as well – if there's a heavy favorite, you know, like the Yankees, like we talked about, Rudy, who is taking majority action, people love the Yankees, they want to back them, they have a great team, high payroll, a lot of big names in the offseason, that's going to attract uh, the betting public and, and really have to force books to have the market catch up. So you'll see them get overvalued in teams like the Rays. Um, the Braves was another one of our tickets that we had that was uh, we thought was undervalued. Those teams who are still really, really good teams and on the come-up um, they tend to have a higher odds, which makes it more attractive for for sharp feathers or anyone who who wants to take that value that that's there just because of the favorites are so big and getting so much money.
3: Hmm. And looking at ahead of this weekend, like I said, we'll we'll you know release on Friday on kind yeah, of what Friday. your lean's going to be officially to the uh, to the audience. But looking at a little bit peek ahead, um, college anything on the college side? Because you know now we're getting into this, and I was and I told you this off air, but I was very skeptical of even touching uh, Big Ten. College football last right, week I was kind of right. worried about. It. I figured Penn State was going to stub on their toe because a lot of these line setters and the bookmakers, you know, the way they see, they're going off for really especially college and a shot in the dark for the most part, and then you start to settle in them adjustments. Anything that you see on the college side or any movement that's kind of catching your eye in regards to as we look in coming up this weekend in college football?
6: So as far as movement goes, uh, we haven't really seen too much sharp action. I mean, there always is going to be sharp action on numbers, right? But nothing that's seriously grabbing our eye. The interesting thing, and I don't know if, if you guys were aware of this either, but Big Ten is getting a ton and a ton of action. I don't know if it's pent up demand that these guys just missed their football and now that it's back, um, everyone wants to bet it. But there are the most the three most bet games before um I guess Wisconsin just got canceled, right? I heard it on the
4: news yes. before I got on the show. Yeah, they had an outbreak. So
6: they did yeah, I, I knew they did. I didn't know what the status of that game was gonna be, but um they were tracking the most tickets for this weekend. Um, and then after that, uh, I believe um, you look down and it was Michigan and, and Michigan State and then Ohio State, Penn State. Um, all three of those games, are we're getting over 1,500 uh, bet slips so far from what we're seeing, and, and that's pretty high, especially since the SEC game of the week is, is only like 600 right now. Um, so it's almost triple, uh, which means that that's going to be where if you really want to beat a number and you think the public's going to gravitate to its side, um, then you should get your number now before that you lose value on that number. Because um, like we saw in the weekend of, of uh, NFL, you know, if you got the number at Cleveland minus three uh, before kickoff, you didn't procrastinate, you got a great number um, and you beat the line, which is everyone's objective as a sports better. But if you waited and got three and a half, you you really got crushed. So um, if you think a line's going to move, go ahead and get it in now so you can get that value uh, rather than waiting to the last minute uh, and potentially getting uh, screwed off of uh, the movement and losing out on that value.
4: Y'all got, we got a big UFC following on our show, James. Y'all went 100% from the field Saturday.
6: Yeah, it was good. It was fun, too. I I didn't expect um, Gaethje to get choked out in the second round. (laughs) I will say this. I mean, I I don't know about you, Rudy, but I thought thought Habib won the first round. But from what I was seeing, they had Gaethje winning
4: win. They had him losing that round, which I don't know what they were watching. I watched the entire fight. I didn't see him lose that round.
6: Yeah, I, I don't understand what that was coming from, but that is surprising just because it's like, all right, well, you know, if that could have gone the distance, that would have made it a lot more interesting um, than what we thought it was going to be. But man, I mean, what a performance. Sab, we're never going to get to see him fight again, but you got to feel for him. And that the rest of the card, I mean, that that kind of goes back to what I was saying, uh, how great this weekend was. I told Calvin this morning, I mean, you almost felt bad for the for the Bears, um and Rams, because you knew that was going to be a stinker, right? Yes. But then you, it's like following, like, you know, Murphy, Carlin, Pryor, and you're the last comedian on set. I mean, you just have <laughs> nothing to do off of. Tampa Bay was fantastic. I mean, the Seattle-Arizona game, even though it hurt me, it was such a great watch. I mean, it was just a great weekend of sports. So it's going to be hard to live up to that this weekend, but hopefully we can kind of, you know, replicate what we saw.
3: All right. All right, Jays, man. Appreciate um, you, Definitely look forward to hearing from you Friday to see what uh, free lead you're going to give to the audience uh, as well. Just for the first-time listeners, go ahead and let them know how they can follow Sharp Side Sports.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So Sharp Side Sports on all social media platforms, um, spelled exactly how you think it is, no space. Uh, And then our website is www.sharpsidesports.com. Our number's in our bio on Instagram, so if you guys have any questions, why don't I just chat and, and chop it up. Uh, give us a call. Uh, and don't forget to use the code SGE1 for any package. And then Calvin's SGE uh, package is on the site as well. Um, and my man's hot going 4-1-1 one one last weekend. So, He's, um, right, um, wanna, yeah. you know. He's <laughs> all right, James. So, He's all right, James. Thanks for having me yeah. on, guys. All right, so, right then, uh, James. To chopping up with you guys Friday. All
4: right, all right man. Jay. 4-1-1. Um, yeah. He'll bring that up twice and do it. Do it, be do it consistently. Hey, there's gonna be. This All is right? the
3: thing. This is the thing when you when you get in this. You mean, I just said roll off the no, bed. I know. And, I know. and basically, uh, sharp side said <laughs> yes. Like I like I have. There's Calvin on radio, and there's an underground world that knows about another year. <laughs> and I'm telling you this. You there's there's gonna be weeks that you go good. This, but one of the point James brought up about that Cleveland game because a lot of weekend hackers, man, they go out there. They don't understand the importance of a hook. And I was always taught by somebody, and I have even looked at look the hook.
4: The when hook When I is, think of hook, I think I not know what you did w- w- last w- w- summer.
3: Well, w- you know what I'm saying? That's how you uh, need to see, think I of it. You got to think <laughs> about it. Nothing. That's exactly how you, oh, you okay. gotta, look, do you when, when you go in the tackle box, you go fishing, you don't want to step on a hook, do you? <laughs> look at the fish, don't want to eat bait with a hook. That hook is important. That's why you got to get When that package comes out, that's why you got to get it. On Friday, and therefore book them spots, whether it's sharp side or anybody oh, else, because it saying. changes. Yeah. If you yeah, got yeah, it yeah, at yeah, three, because yeah. we gave it out at three, but if it goes to three and a half. Guy missed the extra point. Oh, it's good, man. Uh, you know, Baker threw five touchdowns. If somebody's in that crowd like this, SOB missed this field goal. Yep. And if you had the hook, you're screwed. They're the reason why they do that, man. That's good a point. big difference Great on point. that half. You know? Great. Seven point. three six, nine, seven, six. We get back. We'll look at ahead of some of the matches. We got to talk more about the Cowboys and their trade movements and who they could release when we get back as well. You listen to the sports crowd broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It's your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have two locations on Petrenko across from the Walmart, and their flagship is on Petrenko Pass to Highway 211. And they have a third location on the way. Stay tuned for that information on that. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so back to the... Uh, NFL uh, scene to say you know Dallas okay so they, they trade Griffin to the, the Lions
4: yeah they trade him to the Lions for some random and, ass and draft picks and yes. then
3: who else did we t- hear that put him on notice that they put on
4: notice uh, they let um, Poe and Worley know if they cannot trade them they'll be cut and I don't think they've been able to trade them so they're going to be cut and so, yeah. neither one of them have done a damn thing. So, it's not like – it's like it's like losing me, you know. you never had me. Never yeah. got anything from Poe or Worley. So, nothing to see here.
3: Um, You know, again, these changes are just probably – you know, they're spinning like, hey, give some younger guys some opportunity. Well, when you talk that speak, then you talk that you're really going down a a rebuilding uh, situation. Yeah, they try to trade
4: both. They've both been released.
3: Yeah, so um, – You know, we'll see where they go. I mean, like I alluded to in the first hour, we're at the halfway mark uh, right now in the season, and and it's well documented the challenges of who's not there and what's going on with the Cowboys. And really, I think if you're a Cowboy fan, and even Jerry and Steven, I mean, regardless what they say right now about uh, Nolan um, and, you know, McCarthy, the next half of the season is going to uh, be evaluating of who you really got and which direction you're going to go. I mean, I get it, you know, this division, if they beat Philly, uh, which I doubt that's going to happen, but if they beat Philly – then, you know, they're in first place. But like I said a week ago, whoever oh, yeah. I'm going to say it's probably going to be Philly. Dalton hasn't cleared if, protocol. If, no, he's not going to play this weekend. I don't think, he did practice today, I don't think they're going to clear, they're not going to clear him protocol wise. That's not going to be a good look. He's going to be out for at least one week. Okay. Uh, so I think that you know, when you, if anything's going to do it, and this is the other thing you have to look at Philly runs off three games in a row. If they ever win three games in a row in this second half of the stretch, they're going to pull away in the division. The division's right, right. going to be over they're gonna get separated and it could start this weekend Sunday night when they play the Dallas Cowboys um and and really to me um that's where I just think Dallas's season is heading It's going to be more of who's been outright released a lot of shuffling uh shuffling the chairs on the on the Titanic uh you know so um that's what they're doing
4: poor Titanic we're always comparing everything to the Titanic
3: oh well man one of the biggest ships ever that was supposed to be unsinkable That went down in our uh they didn't listen history. They listened to the iceberg. No, they didn't. You know, and the guy basically just going up with more speed, more speed, and knots. So like, damn, you gonna land in New York sooner? Like, New York wasn't going nowhere. Statue of Liberty wasn't going anywhere.
4: Yeah, because if but, Philly wins this Sunday, Kyle, that'll be their second in a row because they won their last game too. So I would yeah. have to
3: see. I don't know who Philly gets after Dallas. That would be interesting to see who they play after. Uh, after. Okay, Dallas. but let's
4: say you're a Philly fan. Or do you, the after Dallas, Cal, get it for you, is the Giants, Brown, Seahawks. So if you're Philly, you're in the best shape, but do you feel good about your team at two, four, and one?
3: Well, of course, feel, Philly team. And that market in the Philly, for true diehard Philly Eagles fan, of course, they're not happy of where so they're that, at. So
4: that's, that's what my point was when you were celebrating for Washington. What? Are, well, who in this division has the right to celebrate? It's a right if you beat a rival, a rival is a
3: rival. There's people that celebrating beating their little brother in 21 out in the driveway. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a robbery in football, in NFL. Those are two robbers. Yeah, I mean, there is no need to brag about it. It's no need to, like, sit there like, yeah, we this, this, we the count. But if you got a family member somebody that's a Dallas fan, of Philly, John, you want to rib them? That's just right. what it is. Um, Philly, to answer your question, no, you can't really be totally excited. I mean— you got a hurt situation, they're tied in that it's either contract or hurts. Uh, hurts, I'm sorry. They they've tried to maybe possibly trade him and on top of that that's your quarterback's uh, best man in his wedding. So you got that eternally that's going on with Philly. They've always battled the health situation in the last couple years, and I still believe I love Carson Wentz. I still think he's the best quarterback in the division, but uh, potential-wise, but he's fighting. He's he's going through a mental struggle right now. He's pressing. I mean, it and it has nothing to do with trying to win this weak division. It has everything to do. I'm trying to live up to this contract, and I'm trying to live up to the fact that they made the decision to stick with me and Nick Foles.
0: No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshalls.
3: Marshalls. And I'm trying to live with the fact that make no, the elephant in the room is they did draft Jalen Hurts in the second round.
4: I, I, I keep forgetting about that.
3: You see what I'm saying? Which he's been out on the field in little certain packages or whatever, which I've thought, now, to be honest with you, I was on the record saying and I thought before they were going to probably be utilizing more than what they even had. I just feel like dude you take a quarterback in the second round and you just gave Wentz and you got Wentz's injury history that was more of just like oh right, well we're going to take him in the second round cuz we like what he could do gimmicky-wise. that's like an insurance policy yeah that's a, that's an insurance policy as long as Doug Peterson has has uh his back speaking of Wentz he's going to be all right but it's it's a thin line
4: you know yeah. it's a thin line so well my eyes are squarely on the dolphins because you know Burrow come out swinging Herbert's come out swinging Tua's supposed to be this guy that's supposed to break the Alabama QB curse. I ain't saying his first game, especially against a Rams team that's filling themselves on the defensive side of the ball, but you got some guys, you know, you got a couple rookies out here that before your injury people felt like you were the guy, you were the one. So my eyes for the rest of the season, i will definitely going to be logging some heavy Dolphin minutes to see – if Tua has some of that Murray in him, some of that Burrow in him, some of that Herbert in him, because he's not again, he's not coming. To, he's he's actually in a better situation than Burrow, and I would say equal to or a little bit better than the Chargers. So it's not like he's in a situation where he's around a bunch of a bunch of crap. Where, where, he, he he's not. Ryan Flores is in that in that upper management.
3: He in a better situation than Burrow. Uh, well, a better team. Bur-
4: uh, better line, better. I, Why, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about we've that. we've done nothing but compliment the Dolphins well, on what they've done. Ryan Fitzpatrick I dis- won three games. I, I, I disagree
3: with you totally with the Chargers. Bengals could be debatable, but I totally disagree with you. you Chargers. Feel like Chargers are a much better team. Come bottom. on, man! All I heard all last year, Chargers lost well, they seven, eight games. Four, we'll so I don't know what to think four. Herbert's got talent over there. He's got t- Tyrod Taylor was going to win games. I think Herbert is showing himself. No, he Tua's, does
4: Herbert definitely has two dogs at yeah, receiver. Yeah,
3: I mean, Tua's working with a young team that's going to. Grow I'm just saying his. overall
4: the Chargers are 2 and 4.
3: I don't know what Tua's is going to be looking like his first half of the don't season starter. Tua is the guy. I've I've co-signed for that. I don't care what he does this season. Tua's is going to come into the next quarterback. The, the, that's the next young cup Dolphins are fine. Dolphins have their quarterback of the future. Uh, you don't have to worry about um, is the pressure too much? Well, you know they took him for this. This is a guy that basically stood toe to toe with Nick Saban, told him, "Coach, calm down, we'll we be all right." He, yeah, when you he go, did. when you play at Alabama, you you're ready for this. You've gone through the gauntlet. You you're you you know you've gone through the uh, Mad Max and the Thunderdome. You you've gone through that one man enter when you come at, whether whether you're talented as out uh, you know him at the quarterback position. Whether you are a McElroy, it don't matter. When you play a tough, is he breaking the, the pressure, curses or not? Is he breaking already, the bank? I'm not banking it. Out. I told you four. I told you two years ago he was going to be in Miami. He's going to be, and I'm telling you right now, uh, he's going to be. He's too polarizing. He's I'm good, not saying he's not. I'm just the, saying I'm going
4: to be watching.
3: You can be watching, but we're not going to. What you going to judge him off eight nine games and no. they come out and struggle? Now the uh, situation. First of all, he's got a little bit pressure than he's got a little bit something different than Joe Barrow and even uh, you know a man in Chargers is is the fact that he's replacing somebody that was winning games. This came in as a surprise fat, uh, you know, Fitzpatrick has his aura about him, but Fitzpatrick was above 500. He was winning games. This has to come down to, look, everybody's got their young guys going. This guy took a picture and posted on Instagram a video to share with his family, and it went viral. The owner says, we haven't had that kind of reaction from a guy at that position since the guy was selling isotoner gloves. And Dan Marino. <laughs> Two is fine, man. He ain't working with what he ain't working with the charges going. They lost they lost three games they lost, they missed the playoffs last year because of Phillip Rivers' poor play. Right. Phillips start turning the ball over. This year, bro, he walks in there. I think Tyrod. Michael Williams, yeah. he got some dogs
4: at receiver. Yeah.
3: Yeah, come on. I mean, even Burrow, I mean, Burrow's in a different class. I mean, because honestly, if Tua doesn't get hurt, I still think Burrow, if Tua does not get hurt, Burrow is probably the second overall pick.
4: If Tua, Tua still would have went hurt, number one.
3: Really? Yeah.
4: So a the doubt. Bengals would have took two over. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know why? Because his body of work, in Alabama. Listen, his body of work is better. Oh, but body work than Burrow's hot hand at the dice game. The, the a, a glimpse of a season. Now Burrow's the real deal. But make no mistake about it. Burrow had his senior year that where he got hot and he just saw a season we haven't seen. Tua was doing that as a freshman. I mean, I think he should have started as a true freshman, but you couldn't do that to Hurts coming off a championship. And then, no, the body work, if, if Tua doesn't get hurt in that Mississippi State game, he's going. He's won. He's number one.
4: <sighs> even if Burrow won the and title. that's not that, even Calim Even if Burrow, Burrow won the him. title and still did everything he did.
3: Yeah, Tua's still going one because his upside is still higher than and than Burrow. Yeah, without a doubt. That's a tough hypothetical. And that's not even a Calvin Roll Tide take. I've heard that take from other people. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the that's the truth. But that's fine. You can get your eyes all on him and, and, and try that's... to nitpick at him. He'll be all right. Because I'll tell you, if he get hot, I mean, because first of all, he's got the best defensive player in the league right now staring at him uh, coming week and coming Donald this for week. For sure. For sure. You know, uh, yeah, they, yeah. but they've had two weeks to get ready for the Rams. And the Rams are going in there in a situation of hot. But I would tell you, too, to proceed caution with the Rams because they're going in that South Florida hot type of bed. They haven't had no cool fronts there, and they're coming off of a game, a national televised game against the Bears. I would proceed caution with them because, okay. I, you know, not too much film at this level on Tua, what to expect, what kind of offense they're going to run with them. It's going to be totally different than Ryan Fitzpatrick, so that's going to be something to watch as well, too. When we get back, we'll get to Martin's phone call. You listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Alright, back here on the Sports crime 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey J. Sam spin the one and two. Um Alright, before we keep it moving, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Martin. Martin, you on the SportsCon here on Ticket 760. What's up, Martin? How are you doing, gentlemen? All right, Great. Man. Hey, the, I don't even know why I'm wasting my breath, but the
2: Cowboys, uh, I think they should just see how Dak's doing. <clears throat> trade, uh, trade their number one pick, get two, a couple of twos, threes, and fours, uh, get some O-line and some defense, and get some better coaching and get coaching people because uh, Nolan, no bueno. And as far as the Dodgers, I think at one point it's going to come to about COVID that uh, it's going to get down to le- uh, legality. If uh, someone not only has it and they go and infect people, they're going to start suing, and I think that's what happened with um, back in the '80s when AIDS came around. That these guys were having sex and giving it to other people, and they were getting thrown in jail for that. So have a good day, gentlemen.
3: All right. yeah, like he just threw that in there, yeah. Like when <laughs> the, when the AIDS came out, you know, when they were doing, they were dealing with monkeys, and they brought it over here. He was going down that road. Look, I think this is the deal that uh, with uh, yeah
4: with COVID. I'm done with you, uh, dog. You, yeah, you've man. been wild this week. Wow,
3: this week, you know. It's been wild this week. Uh, but no, I. I mean, look. Again, we're living with it. It is what it is. It's political. It's not political. It's deadly. It's it's disruptive. It's a financial disruptor. The whole deal. Um, and we're just in it. And who knows? I mean, all you can do is listen to the expert. But who knows how long it's going to be like this? I mean, we could have another year, year and a half of wearing masks. We don't know. You know, it could just be a normal. I don't think uh, what's I'm ever on. taking mine off. You know, and there could be some line. <laughs> there could be that way. I mean, hell, rest his soul. Uh, MJ Michael Jackson was ahead of the curve on this and everything. Mike used to be made fun of when he walked around with gloves <laughs> and travel in different countries and walk around with gloves, surgical mask on and gloves. People just thought he was crazy. Mike was gifted for a reason. He saw this way before. Fauci and anybody else did. So uh, this, so it might just be a part of our, our society
4: uh, for a while. Um, certain Asian um, countries, certain places in Asia wore masks all the time, too. Forever.
3: Well, yeah, because they've been dealing with, they. they've got different protocol over there, man. Look at their meat market over there. I mean, what? it's just, it's not, it's not sanitary.
4: You know what? I mean,
3: it's not. I mean, let's call it what it is, man. Like, I it's mean, not this G, is.
4: using a real GOP is right now.
3: It's the tr- It has nothing about GOP, man. <laughs> it has Jesus. nothing to do with the bottom line. It's like it came from there, man. Go, I've, I've looked at studies on wet markets. I mean, <laughs> dogs, stuff that's out there, you just walk in. And, and it's a sad thing. They're never going to do that to control it because at the end of the day, you have a certain population. I mean, this is America. Not everybody's a fortunate American. And we take care of our less fortunate homeless or whatever as much as we can. It's not like that in other countries. Yeah, so it came from China. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know? Uh, Don't agree with the way we handle it, but at the end of the day, that is just what it is. Um, You know, Possibly could have been man-made, too, basically out of that lab out in Wuhan. But it put a stranglehold on everybody, especially this country. So in the sports world, they're just dealing with it the best way we can. Uh, The lawsuits are coming soon. I don't know. I think that's already happened as well in other certs. I mean, we live in a time of ambulance changes from lawyers and everything. You see about the type of money they spend uh, in advertising and marketing. Make sure that you know that if somebody – uh, rolls over your big toe at H-E-B, you can sue them. You know, that's just where we're at right now. But um, back to the uh, the sports at hand um, and other games, you asked the question to me, you said, looking at a little peek ahead to the Ravens in Baltimore game. And you kind of asked me when I thought – the, uh, I said, Raven. do you feel like
4: it's this what it used to be? Now, when these teams used to get it in in the Ray days and uh, Ben and Palomalo and these guys, this was knock down, drag out, smash mouth, we hate you, we're trying to hurt you, three yards in a cloud of dust football. Is this more of a finesse rivalry now?
3: No. Um, not the way it yeah, is. It's two not gonna be going. like as it
4: used to be. You well the can't game's
3: different from that, Rudy. But I'm saying like these these are two physical football teams on the defensive side. I mean, it's not gonna be finesse. I mean, it's gonna be, you know, with Lamar Jackson, there's gonna be some running, there's gonna be some throws, going to be some trick plays, Ben's gonna try to air it out, but for the taking you know, going back to the Ray Lewis, Palomalo and all that, the game was different in general. Um, you know, I, I heard Ryan Clark talking about that. I mean, there were some hits in that, Robbie, that you couldn't really do in these days. But to sit there and these in 2020 terms and a new way of air, the way footballs played with all these rules, it's still a physical, two physical teams. And let me tell you, uh, again, Pittsburgh, their whole cancellation of the COVID situation going back a few weeks yeah. ago out that Bills game. This is where it's coming into effect. I mean, look, at you just played the Tennessee Titans pretty much a physical game. Came down to the fourth quarter. Tennessee made a run. Now you're having to go play another physical game with the Ravens, which the Ravens got their bye week. Ravens are coming off a bye. Pittsburgh is – and that's why if you look at Mike Tomlin's press conference when they asked about it, Mike just looked at the camera and said, don't matter, don't yeah. matter. Because I know Mike Tomlin's telling his guys like, hey, they already try to screw us. We, they got a bye week. This is a physical. We're going to go play this game, and we don't care. It should be an interesting one. It should be a doozy. But you ask me when do I think Pittsburgh get their first loss. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always there's already people. They're already taking bets out, and I think they're at a. I think what I heard they're at a fifth. They're at right now twenty five to one or fifth somewhere fifteen twenty five to one to go sixteen and zero or thirty or forty and zero. And I think the uh, the odds are at fifteen to one or something like that for the Jets to go zero and sixteen. So there's already actions playing. We're going to we gonna find an 0-16, a Jets going 0-16, and 16 in the Pittsburgh, can they run the table? I don't think Pittsburgh is going to run the table. Um, I don't think they'll go 16-0, but keep in mind, I think they are probably the biggest threat to Kansas City. Baltimore's game is going to tell a lot, even though we'll get two rounds of this, because, again, it goes back to what you were kind of early on the kick, that you feel like you know Baltimore is a team that they're going to have to win some I'm of these the games coming Bal- behind. I'm
4: on the fence with Baltimore. On the whether they're game. what
3: you mean, like whether they're contenders a r- or pretenders. real Super
4: Bowl contender, yeah.
3: Hmm.
4: Yeah, I don't know if they're in the Chiefs, Pittsburgh, and Titans class. Well,
3: Chiefs to show they're just a bad match. There's a mental thing going on with Chiefs in Baltimore. I've got to see Baltimore again if they get an opportunity against the Tennessee. We'll see them twice at Pittsburgh. They're going to have to go back again against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns could end up being a total different team without Odell Beckham. They could end up being a whole different team uh, without him, and we're going to have to see how that plays out as well. Seven three six nine seven six. you listen to The Sports Grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736 This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, Tiger, if you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They do a lot of great things in the community. They're a great company to work for. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, all right, you know, today's the first day. and Well, of course, we went four months without it. But, you know, today, no sports today. No sports. Mm. I mean, of course, you got some soccer matches and all that, but I'm talking about the, uh, you know, the major North. Yeah, Sam's like right on. Uh, got you're Champions talking about, league today. Yeah, but we're talking about the major North
4: American Champions League ones. is the biggest sport in the world. But I know what you're saying. I'm yeah. just messing with you. But it's yeah. the biggest sport in the world.
3: Soccer in general, I agree. I mean, you won't have me argue with you on that.
4: No, I know. Um, but no,
3: it's um, yeah. So nothing. So we've got baseball in the wrap. So we got like, halfway. And the Big Ten, um, college is going this weekend. We'll get into more of that, but that's up and going, and we still got ways to figure out how they're going to do this playoff committee and what they're going to do, how they're going to judge this. It should be interesting uh, coming off of that, um, how they're going to deal with this. And, you know, because, hell, I mean, some teams, I mean, some colleges already played four or five games, and we've got Big Ten technically going into week two. Um, And like we alluded to in James' segment, Wisconsin game they're canceled uh this week. They're not playing they're they're nope. not playing their deal. Um no. other than that I think that we covered everything. We'll see as the uh tomorrow uh we get week 8 underway um the Thursday that's, night game. Yeah, that Thursday night that is Atlanta and Carolina, I believe. Nice. Yeah, that's Atlanta and Carolina.
4: How will Atlanta lose this week?
3: Uh, right. bad teams find a way to lose uh Brother Raheem, we'll see if they can um, – Radio Raheem, if they can b- bounce back um, on that one. Um, and that's a division um, NFC South matchup. But really Carolina Panthers, I think with uh, first year with Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater, I think they really exp- uh, you know surprised some people the way they play and compete. And they're about to get McCaffrey back, I think. McCaffrey practiced some this week. I don't know if he's playing this week. Or maybe he's due back the following week, but we're about to get
4: him um, possibly back as well. Are my Bears gonna have to deal with Michael Thomas this week? As he, when is he do back?
3: I don't know what the deal is with him, man. I, I this, I don't know people if it's so much. People were speculating
4: that he was under, he was on the block, and Sean Payton went on Twitter and was firing back at people like. Y'all on the outside have no idea.
3: Well, Sean Payton could also be pissed off how elite because you're going to ruin the negotiations. Now, I don't know. The Michael Thomas thing is very weird. I mean, like I said, he hasn't been with the team or played since the week two matchup with Tampa Bay where he kind of tweaked his week ankle. One,
4: that was week one. Was that week one? They played the, That was the opening game, remember? And you were pissed off. Yeah, yeah, you're, that was you're, week you're, one.
3: you're right. Um, yeah, so he's been out since then. And, but also, then you have the fight with the teammates. You know, so that's probably why you know there's some rumors out there. If he was on the block, you got to fight with the teammate, and who knows? Because they are a different, they're a different team offensively without him. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders has taken a time. He the chemistry hasn't it really been be. with He's there. supposed
4: to be the best in the league. It he's one, look of the, yeah, he's
3: one of the best. Uh, but it's definitely one of those situations to where they're gonna have to figure this out. Um, you know, because the Saints, you know, that was one of my that's one of my picks for the representative of the Super Bowl, but. Um, you know, I, I haven't really been too. they've kind of been not as crisp of what you think the Saints would be, but I think a lot of it has to do with Drew. I mean, I, I really would be shocked if Drew's going past this year. I really would be surprised. I don't what you got, Sam. Uh, just a couple of things that have broken
5: the last few minutes. Cooper mm-hmm. Rush coming back to the Cowboys, going to join the practice squad. Who Cooper Rush? Oh, yeah, the former quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Rockets. It looks like they have their new head coach. They're hiring Steven Silas,
4: the Dallas Mavericks' assistant, Paul Silas' son. Nice. Wow. I just want some fresh blood. I don't care who it is, what color, who he is, what color he is. Just fresh blood. That's true. Cooper Rush, huh? Yeah. um, Doc. Doc is an eye test guy. Maury is the godfather of analytics. I'm I'm interested to see if this is oil and water. Well, you know, Wojo said a month
3: ago, about a month ago, that he, expe- he there's no way that you do expect Murray back in the NBA but I thought he would have probably took a year off and, and probably hitched on a job then. But just to go in, that's that. Again, it goes with athletes. It's now keep in mind, Maury got
4: do. rid of CP3. He got rid of Capella. So... Do does Mori come in, look at the analytics, and say Ben Simmons and MB don't work?
3: That's an interesting take, uh, Rudy. What's up, Dude, Sam? I
5: would I would think Simmons is probably on the block as soon as Maury signs the contract. I
3: would I would probably yeah because I've he can't you.
4: shoot. He likes shooters. more exactly. wants shooters at every spot.
3: Just, well, some's gotta get because I told you that ain't working. Them two ain't working. And I hope Doc if anything Doc can do, I think he's gonna he's gonna whip he did it with DeAndre well, Jordan. He needs to do it with Embiid. If I if I'm on.
4: Steve Kerr, I'll call him. Ben fits in perfect with Golden State. Hmm. He fits perfect with Golden State and they have a number one overall. They have a top five pick that they can deal. If you if they don't land Greek, you know, if they're not able to get the Greek freak, hmm. Ben Simmons fits perfectly with them.
1: Awesome.
3: All right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to the producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, Calvin, Sam Spin, the one and twos, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for the snooze button before you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind and peace. See y'all tomorrow.